today we're going to be talking about guys leading you on and I'm going to be answering the question, is he leading you on? And I'm going to tell you what to do if he is in fact leading you on. So first of all, this may come as a shock to you because you may have thought that this entire podcast episode was going to be about asshole guys leading you on, but people almost never lead other people on. And here's what I mean by that. You could be in a relationship with somebody for, let's say, two years and then break up with them. That doesn't mean that you were leading them on for those two years just because in the end you decided that it actually wasn't a good fit or you grew apart. And the same thing applies if you're just starting to date somebody. If you've been dating somebody for three months and then they decide they don't want to see you anymore, a reaction that a lot of us can have is like anger and feeling like we were almost lied to or like they were leading us on. We think, well, if they said they didn't want to date me anymore, they must have known that for longer. The thing is, a lot of times when like putting ourselves in the shoes of the person who we believe is leading us on, that person can have conflicting thoughts about us, about the relationship, about your dating situation. And I remember personally when I was in a long-term relationship, it took me months before I could actually reach the decision that we shouldn't be together anymore. And it wasn't that I was leading him on or like holding on to him because I was scared. I just really was unsure because a part of me really loved him and wanted to believe in our future together and thought if maybe I should just work harder at it and that there was still potential there. And then another part of me for a long time felt like something just wasn't right and I just wasn't sure anymore. And I thought maybe it's time to move on. Maybe our lives are moving in different directions. And I held both of those thoughts at the same time. So it wasn't, it's usually not the case that it's like either or, like either you're into me or you're not. A lot of the times we can have conflicting thoughts and it takes a long time for us to sort through those and actually reach a decision. And people don't break up with a person until one or the other wins. So like for in that example, at at some point I thought, okay, I've been unsure about this for so long and a lot of other things happened within the relationship that made me realize it was just time to break things off. And I couldn't have reached that decision any earlier. And a lot of times when we're the other person, like maybe my ex-boyfriend thinks that I could have reached that decision earlier or I was leading him on for that time, but I truly could not have come to that conclusion any earlier. It took me that time to sort through those complicated emotions and thoughts and feelings. So now going back to you, let's say the guy that you're seeing is kind of hot and cold or just not really 100% interested in you or even leading you on. All you do is rearrange your priorities and he goes down on that list of priorities. And above him might come your hobbies, your career, your friendships, your family, and other guys that you might be interested in dating. 
And of course, you dating other guys or prioritizing other guys over him only applies if you're not in a relationship and you didn't have a talk about being exclusive and you're both on the same page about that. I'm not saying that you should do this in like a game playing way where you're trying to teach him a lesson. It's just natural. Like if I'm dating a guy and he is 70% interested in me or 50% interested in me and not prioritizing me or not very excited about me, then I'm not going to prioritize that particular relationship with that guy over time with my friends, time with my family, time spent working on my podcast, time spent creating mosaics, time spent on all of my hobbies that bring me joy. Like all of these things are going to come before the guy that's only half interested in me. And I'm not doing that to punish him. That's just like how I organize my life. I'm not going to put you as the number one priority in my life if I'm only like your number 10 priority. That doesn't make sense. And that will just cause me pain. And I know that from having done it like a thousand times in the past. So the reason why I started this podcast episode out by telling you that most people aren't leading you on purposefully is because it takes some of the malice out of it. So if you believe that he's doing it on purpose, like he's just dating you and continuing to talk to you, even though he knows that he'll never want anything with you, then it's going to provoke that part of you that wants to play games or punish him or teach him a lesson. And that's not a productive way to spend your time. And it's not attractive to try and punish people who are not into us. The most attractive thing we can do is not be into people who are not into us. And I want you to get into that mindset of just investing less in guys that aren't into you. You don't have to teach him a lesson. By the way, he doesn't have to like you (laughs) either. Um, A lot of times I hear from girlfriends about guys who they're dating and they always want to convince me that he's an asshole. Like, oh my God, he just stopped texting me out of nowhere. Oh my God, he doesn't want to go on another date with me or he's not interested in me. Like some version of he's not interested in me and then they conclude that he's just an asshole. He's not an asshole. He doesn't have to like you. Nobody has to like you. And when you come from that place of, oh my gosh, he's such an asshole, that makes you less attractive to other single men who would be into you because you're coming from this really bitter, resentful place and you start hating men and you take rejection really personally. And a big part of confidence is how you deal with rejection. And if you deal with rejection by calling other people assholes and saying it's all their fault and they led you on and blaming other people versus just realizing like, oh, it just wasn't a good fit that is going to have a much better effect on your relationships, on your dating life, and just the way that you process those types of occurrences. And it's very normal (laughs) to be dating and to have guys who are not interested in you. That's part of the game. Like, if you're dating and you're putting yourself out there and you are going on many dates, many of them won't work out. Some of them because you don't like him but a lot of them because he doesn't like you and that doesn't make him an asshole and it doesn't mean he's leading you on. 
It just means it wasn't a good fit. And sometimes people need a little bit of time to figure that out. So you may still be wondering, okay, but there are some people out there in the world who really do lead people on purposefully, meaning they know from the very get-go that they're not really interested in you the way that you're interested in them and they continue texting you or dating you or pretending that they're into you in that way just to keep your affection, attention, or to have sex with you. Most guys who are investing in you and just because they're leading you on but they know that they're not actually seriously interested in you will have a few things in common. One, they won't won't make a lot of real investments. And so texting is not an investment really. It's not difficult to text people. It doesn't really build a strong connection. He can do it from the toilet at home. <laughs> like that's not an investment in you or your relationship together. So count that out as an investment. Don't think of that as him investing in you at all. Real investments are in person in the daytime, (laughs) Um, in the nighttime too, like if you go to a bar. But like if he's never willing to see you when it's daylight, (laughs) that's suspicious. He'll also put some effort into what you do together. So he won't just like invite you to his house to chill. Because the guy who's not really interested in you or creating something with you or doesn't feel that there's any potential is not going to invest in it like as if there is potential. When you feel like you meet somebody and you think that there might be potential there for something real or something special or something fun, then you're going to go on like fun dates like to the museum, mini golf, bowling walks at the beach like you're gonna put a lot of effort into nourishing that little spark that you feel is there if you don't feel that there's a spark there but you just like want the attention of the person for your own validation or just because you want to have sex with a person but you don't really care about them you're gonna put the least amount of effort in possible just by sending occasional texts by inviting them over late at night when you're already in your pajamas like that kind of thing And so what you do, if you do notice that this is the level of investment that a guy is making in you and what you guys have, your relationship, your dating, whatever, is you just match that level of investment. If he's going to ask you to come over really late with really short notice and make no effort whatsoever, you can turn down that offer and make a counter offer, for example, of like, you know what, it's really late and I did make plans already, but I would love to see you at this event instead. Or I'd love to go for a walk tomorrow at the beach or whatever. Um, Just something that requires him to step up his game if he does want to see you. I hate the fact that I keep using the word game because that's not how I see dating at all, but that's just like what came to me. (laughs) Um, But he has to step up his investment (laughs) if he wants to continue dating you and if not you just have to let him fall away slip through the cracks um and yeah (laughs) all right you guys that is it for today i hope that you enjoyed this podcast and got some value from it and i do have a bold request if you like this podcast episode or any of the other episodes that i've posted 
please do rate this podcast and give it an awesome review. My first review was from my parents and once they reviewed my podcast, it literally went from invisible on iTunes to like one of the top things that you can find. So it makes a huge difference when people rate and review the podcast and it helps me reach more people and I would really appreciate it. And I also am going to post a link in the show notes to my Facebook page because you can message me on Facebook and ask me any questions that you would like me to talk about on this podcast. All right, everybody have an awesome day and thanks again for listening. Bye-bye.